Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to give you my recap on UFC 253, which was headlined by Israel Adesanya, who defeated Paulo Costa in the second round by TKO. How would I rate this card? First of all, I can't really give you an exact rating because I did not see everything. I saw Israel Adesanya, I saw Jan Blahovic, who won the belt. I picked him to win, which I'm very proud of picking, and we'll talk about more of that later. I did miss the Brandon Royville and Kai Kara France fight, which I heard was really good. So I hope to see that very soon. I missed the Kate, uh, Ketlin Vieira fight with Sajara Eubanks. I did see Hakim Dawudu. He earned that split decision against Zubaira. To, oh man, that's hard. That's a hard one. To Kugov. Damn, man. All I know is that Hakeem, uh, it was a tough fight for him, but he won that one. And I'm happy he did. Shout out to Canada. But how would I rate this card? That was basically all I saw. I saw some of the Diego Sanchez and Jake Matthews fight, which was pretty dominant on Jake Matthews' end. But how would I rate this card? I would probably give it a, from what I saw, I would give it a 7 out of 10. It was pretty... The main event and co-main event was really good, honestly. And I can only imagine how I saw the highlights to the Kara uh, France and Brandon Royville fight. And that looked really fun, too. I heard the Sajara Eubanks and Ketlin Vieira fight was nice, too. So, honestly, I think I'm confident with the, with the seven. With just what I saw and what I heard as well, I will uh, watch the rest of it. But let's go to the main event. Israel Adesanya, he's still is the middleweight champion, and he absolutely destroyed Pablo Costa, who I'm kind of disappointed in, man. Like, I thought he was going to do much more than what he did in that fight, and he didn't really get anything going, and I think a lot of it was so he can conserve his energy for the later rounds, but the issue is that you can't do that against a fighter like Israel Adesanya, who's going to outstrike you in that time. It's not like Israel isn't going to not do anything until the fourth and fifth round. He's going to be attacking you from a distance. And that was the issue too. Paolo wasn't really closing the distance at all. And I was watching this fight with my dad and he was like, he, he needs to close the distance. He needs to close the distance. And I'm like, man, he does. He really does. And he wasn't doing it. And that ended up being bad for him. He ate a lot of leg kicks and it just, it was too much. It was too much for Paolo Costa do I think um, he's going to come back from this? I think so, to be honest. Um, it was a disappointing performance for a title fight, but I think this is just going to make him hungrier. I think he, need, he needed to lose in order to grow from this. As for Israel Adesanya, man, I'm so excited to see what's next for him. But I do have to criticize this. I do have to say that this is just a middleweight problem in general, but there are no strong wrestlers in the middleweight division as of right now, except for Hamza Chimaev, who is like not close to even getting a title at middleweight anytime soon. But it's really just a, a striker's uh, division, the middleweight UFC middleweight division. There's not that many wrestlers, which is favorable for Israel Adesanya, but... In my opinion, it's going to be just like Anderson Silva, where once he fights 
that strong wrestler like Chris Weidman, someone like Chris Weidman, I think he's going to have a hard time. But that's just my opinion. I don't think... I know he's fought Derek Brunson before and uh, who else? Kelvin Gastelum. I'll give him the Kelvin Gastelum fight. But man, even that fight was pretty tough for Israel Adesanya too. Derek Brunson, I can't really call him... I don't regard him as the strongest wrestler. Like he's a strong wrestler, but there are guys who are really wrestling oriented. And Derek Brunson has, uh, over his career, really fell in love with his hands more than his wrestling. So I don't think Adesanya has like a good chance against a really top wrestler like a Chimaev. If Chimaev gets up there, it's going to be troubles for him. It's just a matchup thing at this point. But as of right now, I think he his striking is just levels above everyone else's. And if he fights strikers moving forward like Jack Hermanson, like Jack Hermanson, he's not really a wrestler. He does have ground game, but he's going to keep it on the feet for the most part. Um, Jared Cannonier, stand-up. Um, Darren Till, stand-up. All these guys, they, they're strikers mostly. Striking predominant, and even if they have ground games, it, it's not even used that much. So I would like to see Israel Adesanya go up against a wrestler, but luckily for him, that's not in the middleweight division. Um, I hate like just talking about this because it totally overshadows how good he looked against Paulo Costa. In my opinion, I thought Paulo really didn't, wasn't able to do anything because of Israel Adesanya. It was, um, you see, you saw the levels in that, in that fight, even though there was so much hype for Paulo Costa going into that fight. You saw the levels that night and Israel Adesanya is just levels above Paulo Costa right now. In the future, I would like to see that fight again, but right now, Israel Adesanya definitely, definitely made a statement. Let's move on to the co-main event. That was Jan Blahovic, who defeated Dominic Reyes by TKO second round. Damn, I, um, I'm proud that I called this. I'm proud that I, I called Jan becoming the light heavyweight champion, and he deserves it, man. This is a guy who who's been in the UFC for so long. Early on in his UFC career, it looked like he was going to be cut from the promotion, but then he goes on a run, loses to Tiago Santos, but continues that run, and now he's a light heavyweight champion. If you were to tell me this 10 years ago that Jan Blahovic would become light heavyweight champion, damn, I would not believe you, honestly. And a lot of this is, has to do with Jan. Jan wasn't the greatest fighter back then, but he has certainly developed into one. But to see him go for, go from a fighter who was on the cusp of being cut from the promotion and then becoming a UFC champion, that, oh man, I'm so happy for him. It's really nice to see that in MMA. So I'm so happy for Jan, and he just looked so good in this fight against Dominic Reyes, who... Dominic just seemed like he he was unable to handle the Polish power. That's what it was, man. The Polish hammer. He 
it was hard to contain him basically those kicks to the body were hard to stop those combos from Jan it was too much for Dominic and in the first round you could just tell like Jan this was Jan's fight and then into the second he he finished it and it was another very dominant and spectacular performance to win a title or just in a title fight two of them in one night so congratulations to Jan I wonder who he's gonna fight next and I wonder who Israel's gonna fight next too for Israel he said Jared Cannonier, so that's done um, do I think Jared Cannonier is going to beat Robert Whitaker? That's another question. And in my opinion, I, ooh, that's hard, man. I actually don't know. I think Robert Whitaker is going to win, to be honest. But uh, at the same time, Jared Cannonier, he has that size advantage. It's, it's hard to say. It's very difficult to say. But um, as for Jan, who's going to be his first title defense? I think Tiago Santos would be perfect, you know, because... Let's be honest, Jan isn't the most popular fighter right now, but if we have a grudge match, if we have a grudge match for his first title defense, that could definitely be great for the promotion towards the fight. So I'm excited for Jan as champion. I like Jan Blahovic. I loved him during his embedded run this week. So I'm excited to see more of him. But that was... That's basically all I can tell you for UFC 253. Um, let's move on to my predictions for UFC on ESPN 16, which is headlined by Holly Holm and Irene Aldana. Irene Aldana. This is a good fight. This is an interesting fight. Holly Holm, I was looking at a record. She basically wins a fight, loses a fight, wins a fight, loses a fight right now in her career and going into this fight that's what the pattern the pattern basically says that she's going to lose this fight next and to be honest i think there's a big chance in that happening because irene aldana she has looked very good in her past few fights and she she's very similar to jan in a way because going into um the UFC, especially for her, she had a lot of hype going um, going for her because I think she was the Invicta champion, correct? The bantamweight champion for Invicta. She was the champ. She goes into the UFC, loses her first two fights. Then she wins her, then she wins her next three fights, loses one to Raquel Pennington, which is okay. And then now she's on a two-fight win streak. Coming off a knockout against Ketlin Vieira which was very impressive because first of all whenever there's a like a knockout a flash knockout in women's MMA it's pretty impressive like um when I see that it's just like wow like I can't believe because I just find that female fighters are very difficult to finish with punches they seem it seems like they take punches better for some reason like they won't go down as easily compared to men I don't know what it is but she knocked out Caitlin Vieira, who was very tough. And um, I'm excited to see her against Holly Holm. I do think she will win that fight, probably by decision. Or honestly, I could see a finish too, maybe a second round finish. That would be impressive if, if she finishes Holly Holm. But yeah, I do, I do see Irene winning this fight. And then in the co-main event, we have Jermaine Durandamy 
the former UFC featherweight champion, female featherweight champion. She's going to be fighting Juliana Pena. This is a fun fight, too. It's actually kind of cool to see two female fights um, headlining a headlining a card, you know? Like, I, I always wonder about if women, there was like an all-females fight card for the UFC, like pay-per-view. Like, if they had UFC 255 and then all the fights were female fights like i wonder how many pay-per-view buys i would do and if there would be controversy before it i actually like would love that i would love to see it because i think women's mma is so fun to watch um but i'm i'm curious about that i'm curious if they would ever do it and if they do how the numbers would be who would be on the fight card i want to hear from you actually i want to hear from you if you were to make the first ever all women's pay-per-view who would be your top five fights of that night but yeah i would definitely watch it for sure as for jermaine durandamy and juliana pena this is a interesting fight jermaine durandamy man she we can't deny how good her striking is you know she is probably one of the best strikers in the 135 pound division Coming off that decision, lost to Amanda Nunes, which honestly is impressive in itself to go five rounds with Amanda Nunes. Let's be for real. But I do remember her size being quite the factor for her, especially at bantamweight. She has the frame to be a flyweight, not a flyweight, a, a featherweight, which she has already done and become a champion of. But as a 135 pounder she has been looking very good and i like her chances against juliana pena in this fight smaller fighter more more of a 135er for sure i could definitely see her at flyweight too flyweight would be good for her as well but uh, coming off that win against nico montano i do think she's gonna i do think jermaine durandamy is gonna win this fight um yeah, I think I'm going to pick Jermaine Durandamy. And the other issue with uh, Juliana Pena is that she doesn't fight as uh, frequently as other fighters. So that's also a factor that I play into making my pick for this fight. But I'm going to have to pick Jermaine Durandamy to win, probably by decision. I would say by decision. Um, any other fights on this card that excite me? There's Carlos Condit. Carlos Condit is fighting Court McGee. Walter Waite. It's crazy that Carlos Condit is still fighting because he does not need to fight anymore. <laughs> would you say that, for me, I would say Carlos Condit is the original Dustin Poirier. Poirier is the new version of Carlos Condit. I'll say it like that. I don't know if you agree, but that's just my thought process. They, they both won the interim championship, were unable to get the actual championship um and just fun fighters to watch in general um that's just my thought process on it i don't know what you guys think but let me know those are my predictions for this week's fight card let me know about your predictions let me know about what you thought about ufc 253 and i hope you have a good day Bye bye